Now entering the studio of ELR Prophetic Shift, where we're spreading the gospel throughout all nations. Thank you for being our guest. God bless you. So the 23rd, so you have to the 23rd, and then to be is, is a closed training. So for those who are out there, there's a closed training. Uh, once you are registered, you can actually get the information of those who are participating. And those who are participating uh, will take quizzes. We'll send them to your to take a live quiz while everybody is in the virtual classroom. All right? You will receive PowerPoint presentation. I mean, also, it is going to be question and answer. Um, so I am encouraging each and every one of you to have a great vast of participation for those who are connecting with ASPS education. Um, and also at the end of the course, you shall be receiving a certificate, uh, a certificate of appreciation, a certificate of completion for completing that course, along with a love that I'm putting out to the students. For those who want to uh, connect with us, please connect with us. Um, we do not, um, do not require a small fee of uh, a donation, but for those who want to donate, feel free to donate uh, once you have uh, registered for the course. And that is it's the blessing. All right, so I'm getting ready to close out for those who are listening live. Amen to the commercial. Amen of finding the struggle. Listen, you do not want to make this sad. God bless you. Have a blessed
Bible says that he said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. And I believe with the word of God, amen, we're taking it by force. And Father, we thank you, oh God, you strengthen even in his body that is tired tonight, Father. Move in, Holy Ghost, oh God, so you can go and move through him on in this moment and in this season. Father, strengthen him, oh God, from the crown of his head, from the soul of his feet. Father, Father, whatever is coming and that is being released, amen. Our, open, our ear gates, we're opening up our eyes, even to see as he begins to speak. And Father, we thank you on tonight. However, you shift him on tonight. Father, just strengthen him, oh God. Father, just continue to love on him on tonight. Oh God, Father, oh love his family on tonight. Father, even strengthen him even on his job. Father, oh God, we declare decree even favor, oh God, that you begin to open up some doors. And there's some doors that you shut. And Father, whatever, however the direction that you are moving him within the next three months. Father, oh God, we thank you. We declare and decree, oh God, that you saturate the atmosphere, saturate the stratosphere. Move on your path. Move on in every one of them that are listening to the sound of my voice. Father, oh God, on tonight, as you begin to move in the realm of the spirit on tonight. Father, I feel, oh God, I know so that you're moving by the power of my God. You are moving into the atmosphere right now. You are shifting, oh my God, the atmosphere as we speak, as the apostolic begins to on tonight. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, oh God, I can put Raymond's name, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we find a very stronghold of leukemia that is on my cousin. I bind it up right now in the name of Jesus. And I send it back to the pit of hell. I can't even speak against the Levatica. Amen. The sciatica nerve, oh God, that I that him last night. My God from heaven. Father, it's by here, your strength that he is Father, we thank you in advance, oh God, that you bring his blood pressure down from 222 to 111. And he walked out 138 over 90 uh, last night within three hours, oh God. Point in contact after praying and staying in the gap, oh God. As I began to lay my hands on him, an apostle and I were praying in the while I was in the hospital. And within less than, less than not even an uh, Hour, his blood pressure had dropped from 222 over 111 to oh God, oh 90. And we thank you, God, for that victory on tonight. We thank you that he was able to in speak in a transition. We thank you that his muscles are loosened in the name of Jesus. We thank you, oh my God, for your miracles. And you still perform a miracle because it's a whole lot work to do. Father, we're going to touch on the pound agreement. Amen. That cancer will be dead. It'll be dead as the dead it will be dead. It will be dead. In the name of Jesus. My God, it is dead. His cells will not, white blood cells will not go and attack him anymore. In the name of Jesus. You said speak it, and I'm going to speak it, and I'm going to declare it for his killing. Oh, God, declare for his deliverance. Declare in mind, declare, oh my God, from heaven. Father, we thank you on the God on tonight. And Father, oh God, each and every one of us, God, that you strengthen each and every one of us in this room tonight. And Father, oh God, the mouthpiece as a man of God, the mantle of the apostolic, and it come on tonight, oh God. Father, strengthen the man of God as he begins to release this word that comes directly from heaven. In Jesus' name, we 
we pray, amen, and it is so. And now introduce to some and others on tonight, amen, on ELR Prophetic Shift Podcast Network, as well as RPHN Radio, on tonight, none other than the Honorable Chief Apostle Rodney Tate, on tonight. God bless you. God bless everyone. Grace and peace, blessings and honor. In the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Amen. Um, amen. Um, I am very honored once again to bring you the gospel of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Bless you, Jesus. I have a few things that is really weighing on my heart. Looking at today's time, I hear a lot of paper in the background. Okay. Hallelujah. And and um. Looking at the signs of the time, even as I've been ministering for the past 10 years, that according to scripture, that it was going to get worse before it gets better. Uh, A lot of folks thought I was crazy. Hmm. Uh, They still want to preach prosperity. They still want to uh, prophesy houses, cars, and and, and, and money and everything else before um, leading men directly to Jesus. They never deal with the sin issue. And we cannot have all those things without first being a holy people. Before the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And it's sad to say that many leaders today are not giving sound doctrine, sharing false hope. They cannot take the pressure of being persecuted, slandered, ridiculed, reviled. Many of our Leaders that supposed to be leading folks to Christ, not to themselves, not to their ministry, but to Jesus, to a person named Jesus, not Jesus, but Jesus. And it's time for the body of Christ, the real believers, to really stand up and confront these issues in their faith without sugarcoating. Amen, somebody. So today I'm going to be dealing with the topic of, oh, my God. How much are you willing to suffer for the gospel's sake? Better yet. Let's change that. How much are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? Um, How much are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? Because many leaders are just really scared. They're scared of everything. And God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. Amen, somebody. Time for the leader to put on, amen, to put on 
the robe of righteousness, the robe of boldness in Christ Jesus to protect the anointing at all costs, even if it costs you your very life. Let's back that up with scripture. I'm just going to start off with the book of Philippians, the third chapter, starting at the ninth verse. And it says, and be found in him, not having my own righteousness. Uh-oh, Miriam had failed right there. Which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ. The righteousness which is of God by what? Faith. That I may know him. Not that I may know Apostle Rodney Tate. That I may know him. Not T.D. Jake. That I may know him. Not Benny Hinn or Rahon Bonkey. That I may know him. Not Rob Parsley. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Of his, of, oh, wait a minute, his suffering. Of his suffering. Being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the reading and the hearing of your word. Holy Spirit of the living God, I'm asking you to possess me that I may be able to minister your word with power and with clarity by the anointing of, 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 of your Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. That the seed of your word will dwell in the deep, rich soul of your people's spirit, revelation of their soul, which is their mind. The reasoning, decisions, emotion, feeling, and free will to the point that it overflows in the physical, earthly realm. That men may not only believe but know without a shadow of a doubt that you are God and you are God by yourself. And you already have set the standard. You're giving your word. And that we are to believe in and on Christ Jesus, our Lord. Hallelujah, being empowered by your Holy Spirit to preach the gospel, to declare that holiness is still right. Sin is sin and righteousness is righteousness. And God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for his death, burial, and his resurrection. We thank you for the giving of your Holy Spirit. We thank you for revelation of knowledge and wisdom. God, we pray that as your word go forth, that your people be healed in their spirit, man. Physically, mentally, emotionally, the whole man will be healed. Now, let the words of my mouth, the meditation of my heart, be accessible in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. In the name and by the blood of Christ Jesus, our Lord. We want to talk about what are you willing to go through? Uh, what are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? What are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? Jesus had already warned us in the Word of God that we were going to suffer many things. Even if we go back in the Old Testament, how um, the prophets suffered so many things. Jesus testified that some of them that you 
uh, 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 you killed those that uh, the prophets that came to you and you stoned them as well that were sent to you. But they, these men did not turn or compromise uh, the message of God to the Old Testament church. They declared the word of God and they stood. Men like Jeremiah who was imprisoned, beaten up, he still let them know that the child is coming. It was the truth. They did come. They did kill babies. They killed women and tossed their bodies on top of the babies. They killed the men. They even killed the fake preachers that was allowing a lot of stuff to go on. America, you're not exempt. God is saying yesterday, today, and forevermore. He has to judge sin, otherwise he will not be God. And leaders who are compromising the God, afraid to suffer, afraid to be talked about, afraid to be ridiculed. I have a question for you. How much blood is on your hand? Have you ever thought about that? Those of you that 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 preaching righteousness but yet sleeping with the sheep. Having a wife and a girlfriend, a wife and a boyfriend, fulfilling the nasty desires of the flesh. How much blood is on your hands? Because you don't want to suffer. You don't want to crucify the flesh that Christ may get the glory out of your lives. Boy, why did God have to give me the assignment of apostolic alignment? Woo! Certain things are just hard for me to preach. You really but because I love you, and because I love God more than you, I have to say what is in my spirit. Looking at America today, we see that through the prophetical utterances that God has been giving me for the past 10 years, everything is coming to pass like clockwork. Like clockwork. They didn't believe me when I said things are going to get worse. And yet was preaching peace, peace. Peace and prosperity. Peace, peace. Now, sudden destruction is hitting the land. You know, COVID came out, COVID-19, then COVID variants, then now COVID double variants coming out. They're trying to say it came from Africa, even though they're running a chemical warfare against uh, uh, the nations of the world. And they are giving folks COVID. They don't want me to say that, but yes, our go- uh, the government is giving folks for population control because they're greedy for money. They want to live a lavish lifestyle. They want to depopulate the earth because they're trying to be God. And what's so sad, the Bible tells us in the 91st number of Psalms, no place should come near our dwelling. And we got some bootleg preachers who just religious, Talking about you can't come in my church not unless you had that COVID shot. Well, what about the Holy Ghost? 
Amen. Okay, come in there full of the Holy Ghost. Amen. To lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's the word. Your new Bible, your new doctrine has became CNN News. Amen or out, somebody. Amen and out. Fox, ABC, NBC News. You believe the report of the world before you believe the report of the Lord. He was wounded for our transgression. Bruised, huddled, hot for mm-hmm. our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and for yeah. his strife. Oh, oh, oh. He healed I I can go to a bootleg preacher church talking about you can't come in here not let you have a COVID shot. I'm protecting the elders. You're not protecting no one. You're scared. Admit it. And repent for it. How else will the world know that there is a God unless we stand up as the leaders? How will they know that they are that God is a healer if we're not yielded to the uh, the Holy Spirit in the gifts of healing, the gifts of miracles? How will the world know? God is dependent on his on the apostles. He dependent on the prophets. He dependent on the evangelists. He dependent on the uh, pastors and the teachers. He dependent on the bishops, elders, and the overseers. We cannot be affrighted by the things that must come to pass. We must rejoice because Christ had warned us first in the world, in the world, in the world, in the world. Have your way, Holy Ghost. Now they're attacking our paper dollar. They're printing more money than anything that we have ever seen in, in America history. So they can boost up the digital dollars. And if you don't get y'all some, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Within the next year or two, I believe, that the paper dollar is going to be worth toilet paper. That's all you're going to be able to use it for. Just to wipe yourself and flush it down the toilet. Yeah, I'm a my preacher. Uh, I'm just going to be honest with you. Paper money is not going to be worth anything. And if you're not prepared once they make that switch, you're going to be instantaneously in poverty. I don't care how much money you got in the bank. It's not going to be worth nothing. That Bitcoin, Ethereum, and all that stuff. Remember, uh it's going to be a cashless society. They've been working on that. I mean, the, 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 the paper dollar around the world. I mean, around the world. I've been studying this thing. Been going down. And inflation going up. $100 not worth no more than 17 bucks. Ah. <laughs> uh. But we're not paying attention to this. And the church has failed by not buying land to grow crop and cattle. I said it before. To be empowered 
to be able to feed the hungry, still trying to live lavishly and have all these big old gigantic buildings, having 10,000 members, and you can only pack to 100. You fail. Success is not in how big your ministry is. Success is how strong and anointed it is. Out of 5,000 people in your ministry, how many of them really know how to cast out a devil? How many of them really know how to lay hands on the sick? How many of them uh, really understand what sin is or trapped in sin? If we can't look after everybody, right, that's what I'm saying. We can't. But the Holy Spirit in you can give you wisdom like Moses, Jephthah Father gave to Moses, amen, to pick out some judges and to help govern the Israelites. You don't have enough people to manage what you have. People that have a heart. Uh, the heart of God, because God gives leaders, hallelujah, after his own heart. And you, and many of you are afraid to tell folks you're in sin, especially when they got money in their hand in your line. You don't want to be ridiculed like me. I'm talking about every day. That's a good thing. You want to know why? Matthew's the fifth chapter. The eleventh verse. Best are ye when men revile you and persecute you and say all manner of evil against you. Falsely for my sake. What did he tell me to do? He said, Rejoice. I get happy glad when they talk about me. I rejoice. When they slander me and lie on me and persecute me, I rejoice. He said, rejoice. That's an order. That's a command. That's a written in red. Rejoice. But how many can rejoice when you are persecuted, slandered, lied on, reviled, and be exceeding glad for your, for, uh, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets which were before you. No, many of you got a fussing spirit. And God is tired of it. Why do you think folks are walking away? The name of God is blasphemed because of those of you, uh, uh, those of us that are in, that's supposed to be leaders, amen, have a bad attitude. Don't talk to me like that. I'm the pastor. Sit down. So I want you to pass. You're supposed to get ridiculed, reviled, and talked about. You're supposed to suffer many things. It's part of your ministry. That's why you don't see dead folks raised in your ministry, physical dead folks. That's why you don't see the physical eyes open. That's why you don't see the physical ears pop open or the physical mute mouth open up and talk. That's why you're not seeing the invisible God doing some visible things. Only thing you can do is prophesy. 
and God ain't talking that much. He's trying to show you something. He already spoke. We got 66 books of him speaking, prophetical words. Yes, he does have the gift of prophecy. I do believe in the nine gifts of the spirit. Don't get it twisted what I'm saying. But God is more than just a prophetical utterance. And it's time for us to stop being dry bones and allow the Holy Spirit to put some flesh and meat and tie to send you up and then overlay us with his glorious skin and so that we can walk like soldiers in the armies of the living God and, and go to battle. But how much are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? If you don't, don't suffer with him, you can't reign with him. Therefore, you won't be anointed. You have the hoop. You have the education. You know, information is taught. Revelation has to be caught. You won't have that true revelation of who he is and what the Holy Spirit can really do through you. And he wants to do it through you. That's why he saved us. Not to be religious, not to hoop and holler and go home and dump some folks in the water. They go down a dry devil and come up a wet devil, but to cause change in their lives. How much are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? How much? Even Job suffered some things for God. The enemy. Matter of fact, God pointed out Job. He said, but you got a hedge around him. But if you take it down, I'll make him curse you to your face. He said, go ahead. It's down. How do you know that God wasn't testing you? You sit up there, uh, they call you a dog, and you call them a cat. They call you a monkey, you calling them a gorilla. But in curse words. Preachers. I'm not talking about, you know, someone that just came to class and they still got to work out some stuff being a baby Christian. I'm talking about those that call themselves mature. The wives quit honoring their husband. They honor their pastor more than they honor their husband. That ought not to be. I want a man like, like oh, I wish my husband was like pastor so-and-so. You just lusting at the pastor so-and-so. Admit it. You know your husband cannot be like your pastor. God made your husband him, made the pastor the pastor. Live holy before that unsaved man, if he's unsaved. And he just may give his life to Christ, not by you disrespecting him, talking back to him, giving all his money to the church. And he's working hard to provide for his family. And you disrespecting him, making him close his hands because you're not wise with his money. Pay your tithes, give your offense. Boom, that stopped right there. Honor your husband. And her husband giving all the money away to the church just like, just, just, just like the wife does. It's okay to pay your tithes, to give your offering. But take care of home. Ministry starts at home. 
You don't have to get in every prophetic line. And then when you need help, they're not even there for you. They tell you to go to Salvation Army to turn on your utility. Amen or out, somebody. Amen. Amen. I've seen that done, too. You have to be able to suffer them talking about you because you're not giving enough. Oh, yes. You got to suffer. What are you going to suffer? You got to suffer and lose some good friends. Because they're going in a different direction than you. You got to suffer putting down a cell phone and getting a quiet corner with just you and God. What are you willing to suffer? To have the excellency of the Lord Jesus Christ manifesting not only in you, but through you. Have you counted up the cost of carrying your cross? Carrying your own death sentence as well as your eternal life sentence. Carrying your cross. Did you count up the cost that you're going to be talked about? Did you count up the cost? The folks ain't going to like you because you told them the truth. Like Paul said, I've become your enemy because I told you the truth. Being called Holy Roller. Oh, you think you're better than me. All this stuff that we go through. (laughs) And then... It's a shame that a lot of leaders don't make it any better by debating with folks. The great debate in the wrong spirit. I just tell folks the truth. They believe it or not. I share it again. They believe it. They don't believe it at time. Okay, well, hey. I shared it. I let somebody else wa- uh, water it. I planted the seeds. I let somebody else water it. I'm done. I let God bring the increase if one going to be brought. We cannot force this on nobody. Jesus didn't even force anything on anybody. He shared the good news. That's all we do. How can we be an effective witness of the Lord Jesus Christ if we go about it the wrong way? Tell folks, even when they're wrong, you tell them out of love. Let them feel your heart of love, the love of God in your heart. Jeremiah, when he was hollering, repent. He was speaking out of the love of God. Because God don't wish no man should perish. Are you saying it that way? Uh, You're being judgmental. Look at that. They think they all that. Mm-hmm. God, God punished him because he. No, God didn't punish him because he sinned. He punished him because you didn't warn him out of love, and God still got to judge the sin that he's doing. But he's gonna judge you too, because the blood is on your hand because you didn't 
witness right. You didn't make God real in that person's life. You gave him a lot of hoop, a lot of holler, but you didn't make him real. Turning your congregation into Ichabod International Ministry. The glory has departed. And God is saying to the body of Christ, and especially to the leaders, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Because you ain't willing to suffer to take down. Even when you're right, I had to take down even though I knew I was right. Because I already spoken the truth is already out there. It's up to them to receive it or reject it. And I learned to agree to disagree. But what about disagreeing with? You're going to find it in the Word. What are you willing to suffer? Are you willing to be in prison for Christ? What are you willing to suffer? Are you willing to be beaten by uh, 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 by the non-believers? Because see, these days is coming. They're making laws now to come against the church. For the past 15 years, they started making laws to come against the church, whether you know it or not. But you haven't been paying attention. You're too busy hopping, skipping, and jumping, and leaping. When they start making laws against the church, the preaching against homosexuality, and, and, and fining the church leader for saying that being uh, a man sleeping with a man is an abomination before the Lord, what you going to do? When they give you a $500 citation first time, Fifteen hundred or twenty-five hundred the second time. Third time, put your butt in prison. Because it's against the law. What you gonna do? Are you gonna stop preaching the gospel? Change your messages that is contrary to God and don't touch the subject? Or are you going to obey God and minister that word? And suffer going to jail. Let's look at what the apostles went through after the fifth chapter. Are we going to have this type of spirit or are we going to be spiritual wimps? What are you willing to suffer, saints of God? What are you willing to suffer? Oh, my God. What are we willing to suffer for Christ's sake? Now, Paul and the apostles was in prison. Not Paul, but Peter and the apostles was imprisoned, And... 
Let's see here. And leaping down to the 33rd verse of the 5th chapter of Acts, the 33rd verse. And when they heard that they uh, uh, were caught to the heart because Peter had, you know, uh, declared God's word. And, and, and they took counsel to slay them. They wanted to kill them. They're taking counsel to kill the apostles. This is New Testament. What we living in? New Testament. We had a time of peace and we're taking it for granted. Got loose. Got comfortable. Then stood up. Then stood there up one of their council, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, uh, 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 Gamaliel, a doctor of the law, had in uh, had in reputation among all the people, and commanded to put the apostles forth a little space. And he said unto them, Ye men of Israel, take heed to yourselves that ye uh, 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 what ye attend to do. As touching these men, for before these days rose up uh, um, the boasting himself to be some uh, somebody, to whom a number of men, about four hundred, joined themselves, who were slain, and and all as many as obeyed him, were scattered and brought to naught. After this, man rose up Judas of Galilee in the days of the taxing and drew away much people after him. He also perished, and all, even as many as obeyed him, were dispersed. And now I say unto you, refrain from touching these men and let them alone. For if this counsel or this work be of men, it will it will uh, it will come to naught. But if it be of God, ye cannot overthrow it, lest ye happily, uh, uh, lest happily ye be found, even to fight against God. And then the fortieth verse to them uh, to him and to him they agreed. And when they called and when they had called the apostles and beaten them and. And and beaten them and and beaten them. I'm gonna say it again. And beaten them. They commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus, and let them go. And they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing. Wait a minute, you just beat me down, and I'm rejoicing. <laughs> rejoicing. Rejoicing. That they were counted worthy. That they were counted worthy. They were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. How many of you got that kind of good? What are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? Can you rejoice? Just got beat. Two seconds later, when you been let go, whips on your back. Back is beating for for the uh, thirty nine stripes on your back by a leather strap or sticks. Can you come out rejoicing, or you want to say vengeance is mine, not not the Lord's? 
They were beaten, beaten, beaten. What are you willing to suffer? Because you see, after they draw nigh, it's going to get worse. That's what the scripture says. In the last day, perilous times shall, not, not might, shall come. That's a promise. And here it is. God, folks, had suffered, beaten. God, folks, was stoned. God, folks, was fed to lions. God, folks, was set on fire, used their street lamps at nighttime in Rome. God, folks, was, 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 was uh, 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 burnt at the stake. God, folks, was running to caves and dens. God, folks, was the ones that were stoned to death. And we can't take nobody talking about us. What are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? We have to learn how to love our enemy on purpose. Bless those that curse you. Do good to them that despitefully use you on purpose. Out of the love of God, on purpose. Forgive those that have done us wrong, on purpose. In the name of Jesus. That's why you're not seeing the character of Christ. Even from our pulpit, we get a lot of hooping, a lot of organ striking. We get a lot of drum beating. We get a lot of... uh, 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 agreement for saying, hey, man, please, pastor. And nothing is transforming. We get a lot of members in the church, but we don't have a lot of disciples in the church. Because folks are not willing to suffer for Christ's sake. They're deaf down in the face. And pre-adventure, God moved by and said to make death behave and move out your way. When death is attacking somebody on the street, in the congregation, in the mall. Just like that young man fell out the third floor loft and Paul went down and and they brought him up to Paul, and Paul laid his body over him and prayed, and, and, and he said his life is in him. What's that power? God is not a pacifist. He's an action-packed, holy hero. And we wonder why. He said, if it's God's will, he'll do that. It is his will, but is it your will to let him do it through you? Because you got free will to yield. You have free will to obey. You have free will to say or not. We tell that we're waiting on God. God is waiting on you to obey. Not just love him, but to obey his word. To stop fearing the things that man is creating. We, 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 we serve the creator, even though man is creating. Creating all these plays and stuff. Messing up the economy. That'll, God will rain down quails to feed you if necessary. Here, having to fly in. Here, make a chicken fly in your backyard. And a chicken don't fly. He's going to provide for you. 
He's a father, not a deadbeat dad, but what are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? There's a world that is going to hell, and the blood is on the, a lot of the church's hands. Jesus has suffered so much, betrayed it into the hands of man. We forgot his suffering huh? to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of, of the fellowship of his suffering. The fellowship, Amen. yes, these things that I do, you should do also. That's part of it. These things that I do, I suffered. You should do also. I was tempted by the devil. Well, you're going to be tempted by the devil. And I give you my Holy Spirit to conquer. I was betrayed into the hands of men, so you're going to be betrayed. I was tried illegally. They're going to try you illegally. They're going to judge you. Some of you being judged now by some of your peers in church. Because you want to stand up for what is right in God. Because you want to walk the word out. You want to live this thing. You've been persecuted. You've been lied on. You've been ridiculed. They hurt your heart. You got so much church heart, and some of you don't even want to come back to the church. But you got to go anyhow. That didn't stop Jesus from going to the synagogue. And they tried to throw him off a cliff, and he still went back in there. My God from Zion. He traded to him, tried illegally all night long. Look what he said. Slapped around, punched on even then while he'd been tried all night long. Put in a dungeon. Next morning, taking him to Pontius Pilate. And they still couldn't get their story together. They still was lying. Taken to the whipper pole, beat down. But the canatine was that's totally different from the lashes that the apostles got. This was a leather strap with hooks, hook like fish hooks, but 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 they're one fish hook. They're some like fish hook, but but they're thicker, stronger, as well as metal shavings and and rocks. And they beat our Lord and Savior back. Forty stripes minus one. And the hooks would, 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 would tear and rip the meat up. Latch to the spinal cord and pull it out of joint. Look what our, our Lord and Savior suffered. To know him and the power of resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. The hooks cut his arteries at the whipping pole. He should have died there, but he was determined to get to that cross. Every heartbeat, blood spurring out his body over and over, but he wouldn't die there. 
because he had to get to the cross. He had to be lifted up. He was determined to be lifted up so he could draw men unto himself. And we cannot stand nobody talking about us. Crown them with thorns. Put that old rugged cross on his shoulder. Falling over with the old rugged cross. Still getting beat, punched on. Snatched the beard out of his face. Blood gushing everywhere. And we was on his mind. What are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? Climbing up Carrie's mountain, falling over with that old rugged cross. Planners are stabbing him with that old rugged cross. Folks is punching and kicking and stomping on him with that old rugged cross. His mind was fixed. I did it, my heart. To get up that old rock. He said, I got to redeem them from the curse of the law, sin and death. I have to reconcile mankind back to the Father. Oh, I got to make it up this mountain. And he got some help. Huh? And he carried that cross up the mountain. And he crawled upon the cross himself because he had to lay down his own life. They didn't put him on the cross. He crawled up there and stretched his hands out wide and crossed his feet so they could pierce his hands and his feet. And we was on his mind. To know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. What are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? The apostles suffered. The prophets suffered. The early church suffered. And we cannot even stand to be talked about like little wimps. The devil is a buck tooth liar. We coming into a day. And that day now is. That the church going to have to put on some tough lawn in the Holy Ghost. And stand up and let the government know they're wrong, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Hey, we ain't careful to answer you, O king. The, the king was the government. We're not bowing down to this. The government done pushed us behind the four walls, and that's all. While the gays marching up and down the street and getting every law in the world passed. That's why the gay folks that started the, 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 uh, 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 well, Black Lives Matter movement, BL, uh, 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 BLM movement. Yeah, they started it. Why? Because if they get the black folks, then they get more laws passed for them through Congress. It was all a plan. You've been bamboozled, hoodwinked. And now the gas prices is up. More barriers they done created through the shots. Yeah, the shots is giving y'all the variants. They don't want to tell you that. The shots is creating the variants. Starting off in Africa. Come on, get these boosters. We're going to get y'all used to getting these boosters. They ain't strong in America yet, but it's coming, baby. Keep getting them booster shots. Watch it come. Making you the plague. To plague others. 
because you are their experiment. What government official had all these experiments? Not the less it's the one that they're trying to get rid of. Who's the one that's really getting it? Any millionaires getting it and die from it besides the one that they want to get rid of? You know, like DMX? You know, he just don't fit in. You know, he's too thug. <laughs> you know, he don't fit in. Need to write on the wall, Saint. Because this is going to bring out easy the mark of the beast. Especially in a cashless society. Cryptocurrency. And whoever controls that after the rapturing of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, whoever controls the cryptocurrency, those of you that don't make the rapture, it's the Antichrist. Because once he controls the money, he's going to control all government. <laughs> That's why they're making digital dollars. You can't buy or sell. You're going to be the computer, that chip. But that's why we must suffer now. Be willing to uh, face the issues. Speak boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't care for your own life. I care for the righteousness of God more than my own life. I care about the gospel, the word of God, and the spirit of God, and pleasing God, than than, than trying to please Rodney Tate. That's why I don't have many preacher friends, because I call a spade a spade. If it walk like a duck, quack like a duck, look like a duck, guess what I'm going to call that thing? I'm not going to call it a swan. I'm going to call it a duck. I'm not going to call it an eagle. I'm going to call it a duck. Time for the church to be an army, and we need some generals and some colonels, some majors, some captains, some lieutenants in the army of the Lord to take back our family, to take back our neighborhood, to show forth the glory of God, to take back our, our wives and our children, to take back our businesses and our land. And empower ourselves with farmland and cattle because they're poisoning our food. But y'all don't want to believe that either. We depend on them for everything. And we're the church. Joseph was a strong entrepreneur, but he had to suffer a whole lot of stuff before he got to the palace. What are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? What type of legacy are you really leaving? Are you leaving a legacy of the anointing of the Holy Spirit and the faith in Christ Jesus and a legacy of obedience? 
a legacy of holiness in Christ Jesus, or a legacy of religion. I got good religion. Religion never saved nobody. Put the death, burial, and resurrection back in your preaching every Sunday. I don't care what your topic is. That is the why. Jesus died on that cross. Had a barred tomb because he was only going to be there for three days. And he rose again after taking death, uh, uh, hell, and the grave, the keys of death, hell, and grave from the enemy. He rose, saints, just to bless you with himself and to empower you to go through the things that must come upon this land. It's inevitable. It got to happen because it's in the word, and the word doesn't return void. These things is coming. Are you ready? And are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? What are you willing to suffer? When your children turn against you, can you still love them? When your friends turn their back on you, can you still love them and forgive them as well? When your spouse cheat on you, can you forgive them? God doesn't say you have to take them back. But can you forgive them? When you've been church hurt, can you forgive them and just find some true belief and yet believe God instead of going back out there in the world? Backslide. Talking about what is the difference? These are real issues. Are they being talked about? When your leader get caught in adultery or fornication and split the church, these are really real, 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 real issues. You let him know that he lost his ministry because he broke up the church. God has trusted him and held him at a higher standard. I got scriptural references to that, Old and New Testament. Yes, you can be forgiven. You can still get to heaven, but you lost your leadership ability. By God, you're fired. Now I got New Testament references to that, as well as Old Testament references. Like that Jamal Bryant, he's been fired, but he's still preaching. You need to be a counselor. Being fired by God, and many of them still up underneath that ministry because he got an eloquent voice and he could speak well, but not live well. Child on his wife, split the church up, uh, up north. Got two more babies since he's taken over this church. And he's not even married. Hello, somebody. 
ouch, ouch, these are real issues. That's why folks don't want to be saved. Because like Paul said in the book of Romans, they blaspheme in God because of the way you live in, because of you. Blaspheming our God because of the way many are living. Real issues. Issues that the church don't want to talk about. Want to sweep under the carpet. Now I'm bringing them out. I love the hard issues. Because we serve a real God and your blood is not going to be on my hands. Because I love you. But most of all, I love God more than you. Amen, somebody. Amen. Jesus paid a horrific price to give you his Holy Spirit to be more than a conqueror through him that loves you. To give you legion power of his Holy Spirit. Whereas in the Old Testament, one can put a thousand to flight, two, ten thousand. Jesus put a legion to flight. He said, these things that I do, you should do also. There's some benefits, y'all. The most powerful minister, the most powerful Christian in the world is the one that can love with the love of God the greatest. Will you master the love of God? In the midst of trials and tribulations, being slandered, talked about, mishandled. What are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? Can you rejoice through it? After you've been beat down by words, by email blasts? How folks just beat you down, trying to kill off your ministry. And Christ keeps resuscitating it in their face, and they can't stop it. And you're still being talked about. God is trying to show you something. Don't go there with them. Stay focused on your assignment. Face it. Find it. Cast it down. And stay focused on your assignment. Don't dwell on it. They focus on your assignment. These are distractions. Real ones. Because it's going to get tougher before it gets better. And the better is when we get to heaven. I'm going to say that again. The better is when we get to heaven. Quit trying to make this earth heaven. It's going to be heavenly when Christ comes in his millennial reign. It's going to be heavenly, but I read in my Bible there's a new earth coming in and a new Jerusalem and a new heaven too. We're just pilgrims passing through. Quit cleaving to the stuff here. What are you willing to suffer? Job lost everything. Family, kids, everything. 
And because he passed his exam, God rewarded him. Will you pass the exam today? When the enemy come up against you and you stand in your integrity, so like a flood, the Lord has set up a standard against him. The enemy is not the flood. There's no commas and quotation marks in, in, in the original Hebrew writing. It's read like this here. When the enemy come up against you, I'm going to put the comma right there. Comma. Like a flood, the Lord set up a standard against him. So what are you willing to suffer for him to do so for you? What are you willing to suffer for Christ's sake? What? This is, this is a real message because you're going to suffer. You can't get away. Nobody can who serve Christ Jesus, whether you are a preacher or a layperson, bench warmer. You're going to suffer. It's part of our ministry, y'all. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let this message hunt your people down so they can make a decision this day. But as for me and my household, we're going to serve the Lord. Let this message bring true realities about our Christian walk. That we go through fiery trials. That not everybody going to like us. That we're going to be betrayed by those that claim to be Christians. Even as you was betrayed by one of your disciples named Judas Iscariot. Give us the strength to handle betrayal. Give us the power and the anointing to forgive that one that betrays us. Even as David said, it wasn't a stranger or enemy that, that came against me, but it was a man, mine equal. We had sweet counsel together. We walked into the temple together. We worshiped together. We did everything together, and he betrayed me in the 55th numbers of Psalms. Lord, give us the anointing to destroy all bitterness, unforgiveness, and everything that's been in your people. And I bind that bitterness. I bind that unforgiving, tormenting spirit. I bind that spirit of hatred, that spirit of jealousy, that backbiting, that slandering spirit that's been coming against your people. And I lose your grace and your mercy. Unleash your forgiving power, your healing power. Remove the veil from your people's eyes, Lord. Give them sight and a vision of true holiness. Revelation, knowledge, and wisdom to apply it. And I thank you in advance, Lord. And I thank you for the testimony in the name of and by the blood of Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen, amen. The floor is open for anyone that have any comments at this time. I know this is a hard message, but it had to come. I had to be obedient. Amen, and amen. The floor is open. We online. 
Come on, we'll be broadcasting live. Let's not have a lot of air time. Hallelujah. Anyone have any words? Amen. We give honor um, for Christ who's the head of our life. That was a very tough, a very tough message, you know, um, and because, like I said, right now, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm just be realistic with it right now. We have a lot of bishops out there that have been really catching people to be a possible right now, which is unnecessary, you know, um, saying that. What was that, uh, what are the real, who are the real apostles? Uh, is there any apostles? They just heard one. They just heard one. One that's not afraid to say it. And spell right. it like Paul. Amen. <laughs> it's your third one. Yeah, mm. but what I'm what I'm saying what I'm saying out outwardly open is that apostles mm-hmm. are being attacked. Not just the apostles, the prophets are being attacked. Even this are being attacked. The whole fivefold is being attacked. Is is being attacked yeah. because there is that there, there to the point there. I, I wouldn't want to be beheaded. I don't want to be upside down. I wouldn't want to go that. And you really want to be that? Well, the thing is, there's a difference. The difference between the fivefold and and and, and the the, the the fivefold, you have to be born into it. Nobody can't make you be it. Nobody can't make you an apostle, a prophet, a pastor, a teacher. No, no one can't even make you an evangelist. That's that's you have to be born into it. You have to be born. That that DNA product has to be in you from the start. Now you may not start from the you know from the beginning. You know it may be a rough road, but see everybody has a different transition. Just like how Paul had to go through a transition, right? Peter had to go through a transition. Every single apostle went through the transition, right? They went through a transition from one point to another. Why? Because they that that was their position because they were born into it. That's not some of these things that we're, we're experiencing now. Uh, a, a lot of those, uh, and like you say, a bishop is a desired office. Something that you, if you desire to do it, okay. But to actually walk into an office, an office of a fivefold, uh, after the supporter roles, at the supporter ministry roles are are. Is the backbone to the fivefold. So the fivefold, yes, but ministry supportive roles like the deacons, the elders, the ministers, they're important. Okay? Every part of the ministry, uh, is like supportive or administrative is important, but if they willing are you know, are they willing to die for it? Are they willing to die for Christ? Are they willing to be persecuted? And that's the thing. Mm. And the reason I say what I say because when the when this particular bishop had uh, said he said, um, the apostles started responding, lashing out at him, and I thought I thought it was pointless. You know, I really thought it was pointless to the point that he start and then he tried to target me. So I knew it was the end. So I said, I'm not worried yeah. about it. I am an apostle. Religion. They don't understand. They don't want to face the reality of what's coming up next. Oh, no. Oh, no. They're going to take tough preachers. They don't want to face the reality. 
younger. Mm-hmm. They're saying, and, and what they're looking at is the area, but the way the way the signs of the times are, um, and the way I have the traditional versus untraditional, we're right now, we're moving in the spirit of untraditional. Because God does not move in a traditional setting anymore. We are stepped out of no. that traditional setting. We are in the, we mm. are out of that setting. And the reason why he had to put, take us out of that traditional setting is that we got too comfortable with it. Okay? Mm. We have gotten too comfortable. We have really gotten too comfortable. To the point now that when we do get on, when we do get online or when we do, you know, it, 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 the same way that we are in the wilderness is the same way that we should be online or, or virtual or yeah. if we're looking at each other face to face. That anointing should yeah. be able to change. No one should have to pump yeah. and prime yeah. Because why? Because yeah. your personal relationship makes a difference. And when we when we're together yeah. and when we're together and we're all together, you know, all one, like I said, everybody has a special gift on this room that brings to the body of Christ. We have to honor and respect each and every one that's on this in this room. Because all of us have a special gift. But what I'm not gonna stand for, I'm not gonna have nobody keep back backlashing because I'm gonna say something, but I wanna say with wisdom, you know. And the funny thing, he was waiting for me to respond to him. I didn't respond to him. Because the Bible says that when someone foolish, why would I want to respond back to somebody who's already foolish and act like a fool? There you go. You know? So I, I did not want to respond back to that because, like I said, it's just a time for us to be caught up in Too much noise in the back. We're learning how to not to be caught up in our feelings. And that's where we at right now, learning to not to be caught up in our own feelings. And that's what let me is a, it, to me is also a different uh every level. I mean, I even got tested last night. I'm like, oh, my care was really getting tested last yeah, night. Like I wanted to jump out of the car and be crap out of this race. Honestly, that's the way I felt. But I know that because it's not the will of God and that's not of God, I had like, okay, let me stand back. And say two. I just said two sentences and said what I had to say because I recognize these spirits. Okay, I recognize the spirits. Now, when they talk about in the New Testament, when they talk about in the New Testament, let me tell you, the Python spirit is real. That's the test. That's in the New Testament. At Acts sixteen and sixteen through eighteen, the spirit of the Python is real. Okay. And we have to begin to recognize that this 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 the demon is squeezing the place out of us to the point that we're earthly good. That we're not, you know, that we're not uh, functionable in the body of Christ anymore. We're not picking up authority anymore. We're doing anything. We're not going on the, on the battlefield and spreading the word. You know, we're saying, and some of us enjoying the, having a good time without sin and not repenting and going to church house and still mm-hmm. doing. That's the spirit of the Python because it refuses to let you go. And one thing about mm. a Python, a Python can't use to leave. It needs the life out of you. Mm. Okay, you know what I'm saying. So we have yeah. to. I mean, the you know the devil is the 
Python. He's the biggest, biggest mess in the world. So we already know that, but we know we serve a God that's bigger than that. But we have to recognize these things. We have to recognize these spirits, all of them, unclean spirits, all types of spirits. We we really got to recognize that because we wrestle against flesh. We wrestle against everything right. that everything has attached in spirit realm. So we really have to be able to see in the spirit realm. But I just wanted to send that word, you know, out there, you know, that listen because we walk in the office doesn't mean that we're not going. We're not not that we're going to last that. But we're not going to sit there and be chumps either. But we use our word carefully and walk in wisdom before we speak. Because that's what Proverbs says, is that we have to watch what we say. I'm learning even with me because I'm being really tested to the max. I have to watch what I say because guess what? Everybody's looking at me. Everybody's looking at, oh, this Dr. Robertson Austin, what's up? Why she acting that way? She this, and the next minute she just jumped out, jumped on this lady in the middle. Um, got got on the. I mean, literally, I wanted just just to grab her and choke her. I'm I'm dead serious because she was testing me. She was really testing me, but I had to ask God to to really calm me down and and let me get back together because, like I said, I want I said I said that I'm willing to die for for Christ. That I was willing to die, then I have to die to the flesh. There and you I go. That's the whole thing. Last night, I really mm-hmm. had to die to the flesh last night because I probably could have been in the jail this morning. Anyway, and I'm just mm-hmm. being real, especially when it comes to your loved one, you know, loved one, and someone that's dear to you, and for them to be, you know. And then right. the sad part is that the individual is not speaking up as well. So I know what the spirit is. I know what's taking place. And because I know, and but they don't know better, but I know better. So I had to do this. So I'm telling you, leaders, we are being tested on every side, every every part of the thing. So I just want to uh, just throw that out there with you tonight. God bless you. Well, let me say this, darling. Um, people, like you said, got used to the tradition. And God is not a traditional God. He's always doing a new thing. He always calls change. He blessed and he curses. He chastises. Especially when we as leaders are supposed to be showing holiness, the fruit of his spirit. And when we don't, you got to make a business decision. That's what they don't want. They don't understand. They forgot that he's the Lord of hosts. Yes, he's a God uh, of love. He's a God that heals and delivers. Yes, he is. But he's also a God of war. And he's going to protect his investment at all costs. So leaders that is not taking this thing to heart and just in, posit- in, in position <laughs> full of information that don't have a revelation of who God really is, mm-hmm. they're going to cause a lot of error in the body of Christ. And that you know, you have thousands and millions of people, you know, living on half truths. 
God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the Bible says. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And 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 we as leaders, will we sugarcoat the gospel because we're afraid of what people say or we don't want to let go of our fleshly ways, it causes a lot of damage to the body of Christ. It causes damage to 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 our testimony. It is trampling the cross of Christ under our feet. And there are no more sacrifices. He's the last one. That's why we must suffer to to crucify this flesh. Suffer to watch your attitude when you want to go off, as you were talking about. You got to suffer outside mess that, that's attacking the church. Just like the early church had. We got too many wimp preachers. Some are apostles wimp, prophet wimp, evangelist wimp, pastor wimp, bishop wimp, uh, elder wimp, and overseer wimp. There's no time to be a wimp in these, in these last days. There's a time to be a lion. Yeah, I mean, there's a time to be a lamb. But Jesus was both a lamb and a lion. There's a time to be a lion. In these last days, there's uh, God expecting us to be the lion. And with one another, lambs, humble and stuff, you know. But when we come against the enemy and his tactics and our wicked government, like Daniel, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, even Moses, he had to go in Pharaoh's face and tell him, let my people go. Four words in a stick brought down a whole nation. And we afraid of COVID, a plague that God know how to how, how, how to heal. What you what, what the preachers are saying? God don't know how to uh, the enemy stronger than God. God forbid. The devil is a buck tooth liar. We got the power of the Holy Spirit. I've given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power, not some, all the power of the enemy. Nothing by enemy shall harm us, hurt us. And you're afraid of this plague? Healing is the children bread. And you're afraid of the plague? I sent my word to heal them. And you're afraid of the plague? I don't want to serve your God if you're afraid of it. I serve the one that I'm serving. COVID came in my house. I lay hand and pour oil on my children. And I cursed that thing and kicked COVID right out. And kissed them on the forehead. And I didn't get not one touch of COVID. Not even a symptom. They had all the symptoms. All. A-L-L. All the symptoms. Come up in this house. From Houston, Texas. They moved here. They didn't know they have it. But when they went to the hospital, they said, y'all got COVID. And all the symptoms. I got that blessed dog. You remember, daughter, we was all online, and we prayed over them 
uh, over these kids, all of us together, and I laid hands on them, kissed them on the forehead. The next day, they was up and around, cooking and doing everything. COVID wasn't in my house. <coughs> Why? I serve a God in the name of Jesus. I have a father. I looked at the back of Christ, those stripes. I remember those stripes. I remember what the word said by his stripes, by whose stripes. We are healed. Now what's going to be already. But whose report you going to believe? I had to suffer then to come in my home with it. But God, who is rich in mercy, Time for we're the real disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ. Please stand up and prove your God's might and power. First of all, by your fruit and and your obedience, loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and your strength, and loving your neighbors as you love yourself. Obedience is better than sacrifice. time for the body of Christ, the disciples of the Lord, to really obey. Line upon line, priest upon precept. Only believe. Don't give yourselves any other option. Only believe. Only. He's all I got. He's all I have. And he's more than enough. Amen. Thank God and amen. Back into your hands, Apostle uh, Erica. Amen. On tonight, we thank everybody for tuning in. And God bless you, everybody. Amen. For tuning in tonight. Amen. We're going to go ahead and just reach out tonight and uh, touch an agreement, amen, with Apostle on tonight that you begin to strengthen and pray that we touch an account agreement that. On tonight, that God restores that virtue back into you on tonight. Um, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. And Father, we ask that you bless us tonight. Father, oh God, as we get ready to leave out of this, God, we pray that every word, amen, that has not, amen, that when released in the atmosphere, did not fall to the ground. Thank you, Father, each and every one of us in this room on tonight. And Father, Father, strengthen every one of us amen, that are dealing with, dealing with grief. We're dealing with situations on tonight. But God, I ask you to, amen, to resurrect us from that situation in Jesus' name. And then go out and into the atmosphere and the stratosphere on today. May the sweet union of the Holy Spirit continue to rest and abide in his kingdom forevermore until we meet again time on ELR. Prophetic shift at the Sabbath alignment. God bless you for today. And remember that we love you brand new in the name of Jesus. And there's nothing you can do about it but love us back. Good night, everyone. Have a blessed day. Good night. Good night. Good night. Women of God, mark your calendars. September 3rd through the 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the 5th Annual GWER Conference 
E.L. Robinson Austin of Eagles Life Restoration Ministry. This conference, entitled Women of Destiny Deliver Me, will break chains and open prison doors to set you free. God has sent three vessels that are anointed and appointed to carry you into your new place in him. On December 3rd, Prophetess Glenda Lane, Manning, South Carolina, and on December 4th, Prophetess Daphne Burton from Northern California, and on December 5th, Dr. Sakina Glory from Tallahassee, Florida. I'm telling you, this conference will be epic. Call in life at 516-387-1400. Again, 516-387-1425. You won't want to miss this. See you there.
Thank <laughs> you. 